top Bokul duo të hajish Top Secret devices G'day, thanks again for being a customer of our preview podcast of Turnbull Stakes Day. Vince Accardi from Daily Sectionals. We've got exactly what we wanted. We had a nice clearing day yesterday. No rain today. I think we're going to have a perfect Flemington track. Well, everything points to that. So let's see the upgrade gods after race one or two. If not, <laughs> it might already have been upgraded, but it's just not official. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, please open up your race speed profiles final edition. This is a 10-15 minute accompaniment to it. Not a lot of changes from yesterday, which we also like, but uh, we'll go through it race by race. Low moderate conference in the first race. Nice and simple. Boldino, Anilla, Buse, Stormbolt. Uh, Buse is the favourite. I know you won't be playing. Vince, what's your overall thoughts here? Because we didn't touch it yesterday. Well, the reality is I felt that the 11 Boldino is a Reasonably good price for yep. anybody that's sort of keen to want to play in the first race. It is up the straight. You've got the challenge. Where will they go? They're going to tend to go to the middle of the track or they're going to go straight to the fence because really they're all going to be good quick running lanes. I'm not sure if they'll go to the to to the the outside fence or maybe they will later in the day, but I'm not sure if they're going to go there early. If they do, then uh, probably my view is the eleven would look uh, should be a much shorter price. Then just one worthy of mentioning uh, for for uh, our customers here, my Yankee girl. You've got it fifth on the grid here. It's it's been sharp and it's two jump outs for a new stable. So sometimes for a new stable, they can come to play. And like I said, it's big odds because it didn't didn't go off. But obviously, you've got it on the grid that December run. This track, this distance was was good. It was really good, Ralphie, and it's a horse, again, that's got some level of talent. Is it drawn the best? That's the problem. I'm not sure about the gate, but it's got the right boy on, on top. Yep. Well, you do too much work uh, on actual races to worry about horses having their first start, so we'll skip no. race We'll skip race two. Uh, race three. All right, so we've got the uh, the 1800 here. A few of them have, have had, had a go here two weeks ago with not much on the clock. It seems like it's a good setup here for Riff Rocket to come down from New South Wales, and that's the way you're thinking of it. But, again, low, moderate confidence. Yeah, well... Everything points to that. I mean, if it can repeat like what it did at Kembla Grange, Rolfie, or run somewhere near that number, then it's got to be a, a serious chance. Here. And then I looked, I looked at that last star performance at Rose Hill. I, I, I felt, again, a little bit too soft race pace for it. This is a horse that likes a bit of speed, and it will get good speed here. So, you know, the price... It's well found. That, that's yeah. that's the negative for me. Well, it's going to box seat run for J-Mac. Uh, you've obviously got uh, Ripraw there, Dip, Ditto with a, a really good elite rider there in Damien Lane. I should ask you, though, because you've, you've found in most of Ange Lou, uh, I think it's Lou, Lug or whatever, but it, it, it's shown a little bit there in Sydney. It's shown good tenacity too. So it's double-figure odds and, gee, it's a right stable mm-hmm. jockey combination. Well, that's for sure. And like you said, just the two lifetime starts. Last start at Goulburn, it was a good race with really good pace. And the pressure was on pretty much right from the jump. And I felt the horse did reasonably well to be able to sort of hold this line over the last 400 metres. And we'll get a lot of benefit out of that. Just speed-wise, it improved like two or three lengths from Kembla Grange. Probably doesn't have to improve much more here in terms of speed, but if if Jamie can get it to relax through that first three or four hundred meters, then maybe it's going to be a difficult horse to run down. 
Well, your most evangelist, Riff, Riff Rocket, Rip Raw, Apulia and Luke, what's what's obvious there is that none of them come from Melbourne City form. So obviously the Melbourne City form for the three-year-olds so far has been pretty basic amongst the Colts. This is the Phillies in race four on the program here. We touched on it yesterday that Legacy is really the only horse that's uh, approached benchmark. You've got her on top from Dasonic Boom, Perfect, Nadachi, Nadachi, and, you know, you've got a let rider there in Damien Lane going forward. It was good last start as well. Um, anything to add? Uh, no, other than the caution's got to be how well will it get the mile. This yes. is legacies. So it's all going to get back down to what Jamie does up front. And if she can stack them up, then that's going to be her best chance. But it's always going to look vulnerable. This is an extremely dangerous race. And even though I marked the moderate because there's a little bit of a gap after the top three, I do have an expectation the horse we have in the MA, one of them will win. But, wow, I'm not that brave. <laughs> Fair enough, too. All right, up the straight, we were very impressed with Archo Nacho when it won this track this distance last start, beating I Am Unstoppable. We touched on this yesterday, that bit bit bemused that I Am Unstoppable is the favourite over Archo Nacho. There's nothing there in the data to say it should turn it round. Libertad and uh, and also uh, Don Corleone bring Sydney form. What's your final thoughts today? Well, small field, you just can't help but feel they're going to track to the inside. Well, they're going to stay on the inside. That's what I feel is going to happen. And this will definitely not be a disadvantage for Archo Nacho. In fact, it'll probably also help Liberated and maybe a negative for, for the Don. And I'm unstoppable because those horses really need him to track to the opposite direction to be more advantaged. So if you're looking for any edges on the chessboard to say, okay, how do we make it look a little bit easier, those two runners, Archo Nacho and Liberated, are best suited if they go to the inside and that pace won't be as quick, which will help both of them as well. You don't often put high confidence, but you've got high confidence here. Princess Grace, of course, it's well found in the market. Final thoughts, so obviously we touched on it yesterday. Uh, she's just got the superior uh, form coming in. Really does have the superior form. It's just unfortunate, like, it's a no-go zone for me price-wise, and it's not because I don't want to back the horse. I'd love to back this horse, and I'm usually the type of individual... Just because I can't back that doesn't automatically mean that I want to back something else. And mind you, number one, uh, Skew If, and number four, wrote, wrote to Ataki, they're absolutely worthy of betting or having something on, but I just don't play. If I can't back the best horse in the race, I don't want to bet. Yeah. Um, so yeah. from a multi-perspective, there are a couple there that you, you've mentioned Road to Arataki. It's, it's uh, mid-20s, and the other horse you touched on yesterday, it's it's mid-40s. And I heard Philip Stokes and RSN this morning give it a good rap. They both should get good runs. They were both good first up, and you just got to forgive them for last start. And both from you know, uh, Road to Arataki particularly, it just gassed out. Blinkers off, it's going to get a lovely run today. I really do feel that, and if, you, if you're really bullish on the favourite, that could be an excellent way to play because the value is absolutely going to be there if uh, Road to Ataki can run second or third or, well, you know, might upset everybody and win. <laughs> Who knows? All right, uh, first leg of the quaddy here. So um, we, we obviously went, went right over this yesterday, but um, but yeah, what, what's what's changed here? Well, we've got uh, the United States is uh, is out from a, a sort of speed map perspective. Mm-hmm. Everything else that uh, we were talking about yesterday is in. First Immortal was the uh, the horse that we said were just far too short as far as the price is concerned, and you expect Goldman to run forward and uh, really give a big side. 
while I actually feel that it's good that these horses running in the race, it's going to keep everything honest, and and it should be a race with good speed, not anything you know crazy, but it should just be a race with good speed, and most runners will get their chances, but definitely the on pace runners will have an advantage. Goldman, it's got to be the starting point, Ralphie. If uh, Serpentine wants to go crazy, that's one thing. Or if Serpentine takes a sit, then it's going to get its opportunity as well. And probably also does bring James McDonald's runner right into the race. And that's probably the, the horse that I'm looking at very, very closely, number seven. Profile's very, yeah, <laughs> profile's very, very well. And the way I'm sitting here at the moment saying it, it it's a race that most likely could be two versus seven. All right. The others on, on the grid there, particularly for those taking quaddies, is uh, you got um, uh, you've included uh, future history, uh, Alaskan God, and Sir Lucan. Uh, I suppose that the on pace uh, side of things for Sir Lucan at big odds is, is a runner that is, I assume, why you've considered it on your grid. For sure. Yep. All right. <laughs> Final thoughts. Romantic Warrior. You, you couldn't have articulated any harder yesterday that he's a star. What's your expectation in the Turnbull? Well, I look forward to backing it. <laughs> That's nice and simple. And they're going to let you on Vincent on it. So I know. underline particularly those who get this for the first time. You just want the place on side and you're, you're set. What are you looking at? $1.30, $1.40? Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy. Two things. I really wanted to ensure that we're going to be on that better track, right? Yep. Which the indicators have already come out this morning. This is where we're headed. So unless something stupid happens and it just starts thumping down rain, then, you know, all my chips are off the table. But the reality is... The weather's going to be good. The track's going to be fine, and they're going to let me on, which I'm very happy with. <laughs> That's exactly all I asked for. Uncle Bryn and Gold Trip are the other two to mention as far as your most advantage, but obviously West Wind Blows is there as well, but you'll be backing uh, Romantic Warrior. Yeah, uh, and, I'm sorry, Ruff, and people yes. are doing multis. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you should have the Levin Soul come in and Ozapenko and Francesco Gardi all in there to run a place. If you're going to do like a trifecta first four, those type of plays, and you want to stand one run around, there could be excellent value if you can nail that in the correct way without having too many wide runners. You might be able to play for units. 10 or 20 units. I will mention again with that international pool there, the, uh, the there's going to be a big t- turnout for the Hong Kong horse, that's for sure. All right, up the straight here, Star Patrol. Um, again, any final thoughts? We really covered this in depth yesterday. You finalised most advantage, Star Patrol, same magic, jigsaw, triple missile. Well, if Star Patrol, if they go to the outside, then... <laughs> Probably Star Patrol is going to be extremely hard to beat. If they run to the inside, it's still going to be extremely hard to beat. So only maybe up the middle, and I don't know where the middle is there, right? Yeah. I just can't help but feel that Ben Mellon's the only person that can stop this horse from winning. Right. Yeah. And, yet, that, and that's by going too slow or not? Or too fast? I missed, uh, no, if he goes too fast. Yeah. Yeah, just like cru- he, cruising on his terms and then bang. If he just cruises on his terms, inside it's in the best lane, middle it's in the best lane, outside the greatest lane he could be in. So it just it just all looks like he, this horse can win again. And uh, you've promoted Samajik from our chat yesterday. You obviously got respect there for the big stable that uh, it, could, it could be an elevation today. Well, there is this possibility that horse go, could go to plus two, Ralphie, and if it does that, it's definitely going to test Star Patrol. Uh, no change of tactics yet for the last race here, but oh, I'd better put on the table that uh, the uh, one of the Hayes boys this morning on RSN said they might talk about change of tactics 
tactics for Nicolini Vito. So that's interesting there. Since yesterday, uh, Charterhouse comes out, which I'm happy about because it was just a headache horse. I couldn't see it getting <laughs> the right run, but I reckon he's got a big explosion in front of him. But uh, in the end, it's about Tamar Lane in front and someone's going to have to catch it to beat it. Well, Damien Lane, a little bit like Mr. Oliver, they make an assessment up front to see if they can go as slow as possible. <laughs> and if they are able, and there's a big chance of that happening, by the way, and if they're able to do that, then this is Damien. If he's able to do that, then whatever's on offer right now is a terrific price for that horse. <laughs> Good way of finishing. All right, sounds like you're pretty bullish on a few. We really hope we, uh, we, we've we helped you with our insights and, uh, and best of luck today, however you play.